0: to another training episode of discussion maybe i hope you are doing good the last episode on the pod was emotional control how to handle your emotions how to manage your emotions in as much as it's not easy we get caught up in the moment and we can be so emotional we say things we don't mean or we flare up and stuff it is important to manage and handle your emotions okay for the safety of yourself and for other people so you don't hurt people unintentionally with your actions so emotional control control your emotions and i tell you within the past week i have actually been you know being more present how i feel and stuff Which brings me to this week's episode, we are talking about non-attachment, and I picked this topic because somebody said something, and it got to me, and I read something, and it got to me, and I'm like, okay, I have been avoiding this conversation for quite a while. Let us talk about it. And joining me on today's episode is Martins. Martins joined us on the pod, I think, two weeks ago with Coca. Yeah, he did. Martins, welcome back. How are you? I'm
1: great. Hello.
0: You see what I was telling you about that voice? About the voice? Anyways, it's. I'm going to try and be professional now. Martins, how was your day? Happy Sunday.
1: Happy Sunday, same to you. It was good so far. Still, it's still a bit early though, so.
0: Yeah, well, I have gone to church, I have slept, I have done laundry, and here I am. It's like afternoon, my time. That's good. Okay, so I need your opinion on this topic non attachment. When you hear non attachment, what comes to your mind?
1: It depends on the. How do I explain? It depends on the subject. depends on the um situation in question before you can um discuss attachment you must like direct it towards one um, particular so for for example give me an instance of where the topic would serve
0: when they say or when okay something like that when a girl tells you you're (laughs) non-attached Emotional is in, in the we sense actually, of emotional
1: availability or
0: yeah. in the sense of emotional unavailability, exactly.
1: Uh, at the same time, it depends on the person, chair. It depends on the person <laughs> and the um, the lady in question. If, if rules were reversed, let's say the girl was unattached or the guy was unattached, it depends on both of them. I feel, to some extent, beforehand, both mm-hmm. parties should know the person they are interacting with, so you know if the person is an attached person, or whether it's clingy or not, or at the same time, it's very distant. So both parties are equally responsible at the start. Mm-hmm. Because if you know I can't manage this um, character, you can easily step back and say, oh, no problem. Yeah. if you, let's say, I don't know, you ignored the flags beforehand and you didn't notice, then <laughs> at the same time, you are still held accountable.
0: But you're not held accountable
1: now. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) I can't be held accountable now for being... The last topic was, you know, being yourself or being true. I'm being myself in that instance, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I can't be held accountable for being myself.
0: Okay, we can Uh, only see your eyes. Can you move the camera back a bit so we see your whole face? Aha. Perfect. Okay. And in terms of friendship, now we talked about, you know, being intimate and stuff. In terms of friendships, when your friends tell you you're not attached?
1: Mm. I've never really been told that that I'm not attached. But if um, I'm a a friendly person by default, so I can't really say I I relate. I can't relate to that. I'm not really distant as a friend. I'm not distant as a friend. I, From time to time, I'll check up on people. And all. So I don't really understand or comprehend that a, a distant friend. Obviously, there are friends you may have that will not talk to you for a while. Let's mm-hmm. give or take a month, but yeah, they are still friends. So it's their own person.
0: Someone said in the comment sections, you're not attached, but okay. All right. Anyways, I think um, non-attachment... To me, based on the post and personal experience would be when nothing would be when nothing really moves you or nothing really gets your attention or nothing holds your attention. you just okay, when I was making the flyer, I took a post online and I put it like in words like um, I'm no longer going to chase things, whatever comes comes, I'm not going to force anything and i think that's outside the emotional aspect and in the emotional aspect is you just okay anything this person wants to do yeah i'm fine with it anything anything goes nothing we're not going to force anything do you believe in that um that quote that whatever whatever flows flows whatever crashes crashes what is mine is mine it will come to me effortlessly
1: um No, no, no. Why? Is, you can't you can't live life that way. If, for instance, you just wanted to say, I'll sit down and just, I don't know, leave it to time and chance for everything to happen. Nothing will happen. It requires action to agree. Really? Go ahead.
0: Really? Because that's, yeah. that's not what, you know, our motivational speakers tell us. They're like, you know,
1: Everybody, it's everybody, confusing. every everybody has their own um, school of thought. So, uh, mine will not be theirs. I'm not saying mine is correct, though. but obviously yeah. there'll be There will always be a better opinion, despite everybody having one. There will always be, and my own, I feel, is better. So, <laughs> <laughs> inaction, inaction, can never bear result. As far as I'm concerned, you can't just fold your hands and expect a situation to get better without actually putting in the effort. It's just like going to school now. You say, um, I'm, going to, I'm going to graduate in first class or something. And you now fold your hands and Sit down. It's not possible now. It requires effort.
0: Okay. Your, your school of thought makes sense to an extent. Now, when, when I'm going to go back to basically online, social media is my reference. In the world we're in today, majority of persons, me included, on the show, you know, we're honest as possible. Me included, we believe that if we, how do I put it, if we, it still goes back to being real. If we show too much, if we act too much, if we, if we basically wear emotions on the sleeves, let me put it like that, it will not always go well. 98% 98% of the time. So what we do is we do not let anybody in. We build up that, you know, the wall to safeguard ourselves and not be attached to anything or anybody. If you want to leave, be it friends, be it lovers, you're welcome to to do whatever pleases you. Before you came, my life was awesome. When you leave, it will be the same. So what do you say to our school of thoughts?
1: Sorry, come again.
0: I said,
1: so what do you then say to our school of thought? As I said before, it's subject to the individual. What mm. works for me may not be what works for you. You may be lucky enough. I don't know. Maybe time and chance favored you so much that inability or rather inactivity actually works well for you. Because there are people who are very relaxed. They are very um, casual about everything. And things work out for them. Why there are those who fold their hands and, and, sorry, there are those who actually put in effort and it doesn't really bear fruit. So at the same time, it work for different people. But as far as I'm concerned, the way life progresses, you must do or, I don't know, engage in an activity to some extent for it to bear result. You understand?
0: Yeah.
1: So uh, it's dependent on the person. Do you feel like
0: toxic people make the best relationships? okay i am going to to hold on to this question right here someone had made a. okay okay i'm going to respond to that in a bit billy give me a couple of minutes okay in honest truth i do agree to what you say martin's because in the world as i said in the world we are in today people make it feel that non-attachment is the best solution to everything. And really that is involving me personally. In the sense, I really, I don't, I act like I don't care. I have done it for, for years. It's not weeks. It's not months. I have done it for years. I have done it effortlessly. Whatever you say, don't move me. Whatever you do, I'm not, because, because, um I think it's okay and I think it's the solution to everything. Take for instance, okay, I'm going to use friendships now, especially friendships. That is where I actually fuck it up. Like, okay. I grew up with a mindset that everybody will leave you at one point or the other. It just it's it's it takes okay, say a different um the playlist changes a bit and the time changes a bit, but people will leave you sooner or later and not leave you death-wise, but they will just get up and leave, which is, it's, I can say I have really a bit of trauma, but it's basically how I grew up thinking. So before, before you, you get smart on me and you leave me, I'm going to pull that thing first. It's, it's not something that is being done consciously, but it just happens because I'm already like, you will leave me sooner or later. You will be like the rest friends and leave me sooner or later. So subconsciously, since I already have digested that thought, I start to act in a way that I am not supposed to act. I don't know if that makes sense. And, and I tell myself, before you came into my life, I was good. When you leave, I'm gonna be good.
1: <laughs> so, um you are the kind of fellow you just described just now that you mm. like food and watch.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, see, the times the times that I have actually I have actually, I've done both sides. Let me put it like that. I have actually gone out of my way to make sure friendships work. I call you, I text you. I, I am there for you as a friend. And in as much as people say nobody owes you anything, subconsciously I have that expectation that if I am there for you, I expect you to be there for me. And when I need you and you're not there, then it becomes a problem. And that's where, that's where having expectations come in. But the thing is, we're humans. We can't help but have expectations. So when I've been let down three, four trillion times, I'm like, okay, screw you. Whatever it, Nah, I don't see. If you want to stay, you're going to stay. If you want to leave, you're going to leave. Because I feel... I feel... I feel that that will make things better. But the honest truth is it doesn't. That is. That's
1: why I said it boils down to the person. Like, your emotional tolerance may not be as high as others. There are those who will be able to resist that repeated um, letdown. Yeah. Like, yeah, it may be recurrent in their life to the point they're used to it. So, irrespective of how they've been treated, it doesn't stop them from behaving the way they used to True, true. It's, it's dependent on the person.
0: So what are you trying to say? I'm weak. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't have yeah. high tolerance. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, it's fine. Uh, I was I was talking to I was talking to a friend a friend of mine. I can say an ex friend of mine last week, and he was like he was shocked by the the hard rock i became and like i have heard i have heard over the years people say i have i am stone cold i don't have a heart i am rock (laughs) i am rock and it's and the thing is when i when i hear this this feedback let me put it like that i go back to the people that know me the people that actually know me and They 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 give me the advice that the statement that you made that some people they have been let down so many times but still it doesn't change who they are. And yes, I don't have that that tolerance to still be the nice girl that everybody everybody knows and stuff. At times you just have to And the thing is the thing is yeah, when I when I wanna be when I wanna be soft and, you know, come back to being the lovely girl that everybody knows. Then I see a post or a quote that says, just relax. Don't force anything. Whatever is yours is yours. We're not forcing friendships. We're not forcing relationships. We're on a chill energy. What is mine will come to me. What is yours will not leave you to find you one way or the other. And I'm like, Okay, that's my cue. Peace. We're gonna chill like this. We're gonna stay. If you don't wanna put the work in, I'm not gonna put the work in because I feel it's a solution to almost everything. And I know I am not the only person on this. Yeah, stage. yeah no, you're I actually, actually
1: you actually right. You're actually right. I feel everybody should have like a sense of pride. You can't always be the one pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah. For that I will understand, but it should be mutual on both ends. So mm-hmm. you're right with that, that, yeah. A person should put as much effort as he expects to get. So yeah, I agree with that. But if you are, you are now saying um, you just fold your hands and sit down, you are basically being the monster you said you hate, that kind of thing. You understand? Yeah.
0: OK. So, before we come back to the conversation, let's answer Billy's question. I have a question. Do you feel like toxic people make best relationships? Martins, what do you think? Do you think that toxic people make the best relationships?
1: Um, It depends. They are entertaining, and it depends what you are looking for. (laughs) Toxic people. (laughs) I'm not saying it's good, (laughs) The way it's just slow down. down. Entertaining in the sense that um, they won't
0: give you this normal... I just got my pen so I can take some notes to entertain him. Go on!
1: They won't give you this normal, generic um, feeling you normally get. Right? Since they are toxic, there will be a a different variety. They will do some things that will shock you and at the same time, they will do some things that you say, oh, is toxic or she's toxic that kind of thing so it depends on the person as i said there's some people who like toxicity but they don't know it yet
0: i think it depends on choice said depends on what smartens i think it depends on what you define as toxic i think first of that that is
1: Okay. okay okay hold on hold on a bit What is your own definition of a toxic guy?
0: My definition of a toxic guy, a guy who is emotionally manipulative. Mm. That is one. That is like, I think that is like... Emotionally manipulative first. Let's not bring out the, the physical aspect or the emotionally manipulative. That basically, that embodies everything.
1: All right. Okay, now the thing about girls eh, mm-hmm. is that they are mostly drawn to that toxic guy stereotype. Because that's why actually good guys they, is, is, is known. It's a known fact. Good guys, they don't they don't do well. It's mostly the toxic guys. And why is that? As I've said before, they are more entertaining. You understand? It's a love, love hate relationship. I hate that I like this guy, that kind of thing. So usually, I don't know, they will do better because of the fact that they are, more, they are emotionally mature, as you just said. So they will do better. They know what to tell a girl and all that. So for them, I don't know, it's good. I don't know if the girl likes it. Probably she does. Because at the same time, girls are usually drawn to a toxic guy over a actually good, kind-hearted person. I don't know why their makeup is that way, but it's the way girls function
0: okay so do you believe that okay anyways it is possible that a girl could see all the flags before actually going into like it's with this person we'll see all the flags that this person is and also go it's head on
1: flag. it's the flags it's because of the flags they go not, it's know that they, they choose not to see they saw it and that's why they went in
0: then why do they leave
1: <laughs> They've had their first share of heartbreak now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: Okay. It actually you actually make a lot of sense. According to Martin's Billy, he answered your your question. He said toxic people make the best relationships because they are entertainers. I feel toxic people do not make the best relationships because a relationship is supposed I believe you're supposed to grow together in a relationship. You're supposed to enjoy your relationship, not enjoy your relationship. So when you're in a relationship where you are being emotionally manipulated, you do not longer own yourself. Let me put it in that instance. Then you begin to first you have low self esteem, you become insecure. The way you see people and the way you see the world differs. I was in a relationship with a toxic person and what drew me to him, I will not lie, what attracted me to this guy was the fact that he was fine. He was fine. And he had swag, there's this courage that I really, really liked. It was it was so attractive. I was like, okay, okay yeah. Now no, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Yes. What if what if um that the I don't know you said the swag I eh? mean? What if Mm -hmm. that was a red flag at the time? Or you just didn't, I don't know if you saw, you noticed that was a red flag, but that probably drew you in.
0: Uh, The fact that it did, it was a red flag, but see, it was a red flag in the sense, it was a red flag in the sense that, you know, the way guys view some girls are like, this girl is fine, this girl is sexy. She might have a lot of guys on her tab. Let me put it like that. That was the red flag. And it didn't, the the mistake I made was I didn't give that room for us to get to know each other. And it's just like he meets me in a week and I really don't know what was going on in my head that period. But basically, I just said yes. And entering the relationship, it's okay, I don't, immediately you're done with uh, class. I want to see you. Either he's coming over to school or I'm meeting somewhere else. If I have plans with my friends, that plan is canceled because I don't want your friends to tell you things. And you know, friends these days, they are not good. They might give you bad advice. There's that. There's There was basically the, then it got to a point that I could not do anything right in his eyes. And I'm like, okay, no in as much as you are fine, in as much as you are fine and there's a swag, oh, see, the swag and the finest actually got me again because we had issues, and I'm like, I'm not going to talk to you again. Then he came to see me, and I saw him in a second, and I'm like, oh my god, no, 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 somebody dragged me, no. (laughs) But I walked away from it. I walked away because I didn't have anybody else in my life anymore aside from him and that wasn't good my friends i didn't have access to them anymore me i couldn't do anything let me put it like that without there was just this low self-esteem i now had feeling that i wasn't good enough and that's why I said toxic people are not good for relationships because it makes you start to view yourself and view other people in a kind of way. Billy, I hope with these few points of ours, we've been able to convince and not convince you that it's in your hands to judge depends on the level of toxicity and depends on your definition of toxicity. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. So... <laughs> Okay so that goes back to our topic non non attachment I think I think okay as I said earlier I'm not the only one but other people on this table feel that being not being attached will actually do more good than harm in the sense when you are attached you open a door of expectations and there's the you do not know what's going to happen you actually do not know what's going to happen so non-attachment, it gives you that sense of control. You can control the situation or you can control yourself. It's in your hands. But the truth is, guys, it is it is is a lonely road. It is a lonely road when you shut everybody out and you act like nothing moves you. You act like you are fine just by yourself. Trust me, I do it. I know what I'm talking about. It's I do not advise, in as much as um, what's for you will find you, as um, Martin said, you don't just sit and just let things happen. If you want something, the honest truth is this, if you do want something, you will go for it. You will put an effort to make this thing work. If it's mutual efforts, if, as he said, have that sense of pride, have the sense of pride, if it's mutual Do not think that... You know, there's a quote that actually says everybody is replaceable. You can replace everybody. I don't know if you've seen that online as well. Have you seen that, Martin, that everybody is replaceable? Yes, I have. (laughs) And is everybody replaceable? Yes. Okay. Now, there's a lot of discussion. Tell me, why do you feel everybody replaceable?
1: Whatever you think you can do, another person can do it. Nobody is actually really unique in the sense of ability. Because most likely, even if you think you are the best, ultimately there will be somebody better. Okay. Yeah, it's, always, it's always how it's going to be. There will always be somebody to overtake you.
0: There's always somebody to overtake, yes. but there is no person like you. Well, it's not a matter of
1: um, in the, you know, it's not a matter of uniqueness now obviously there will be there will re- I doubt that in the next hundred years there will be somebody who has my face and voice at the same time
0: mm-hmm. it
1: may be unlikely but there will obviously be somebody who may be finer and who probably has a voice better than mine so it can, that can serve as a replacement don't you think it's not like because saying oh I love this car it's unique I like this car the engine may be good, but there's always going to be a car which is going to be better, and will have a better engine. So, a house, you may love the house so much that the house may even be wrecked itself, as in the ceiling is falling, um, the foundation is already cracked, but there's also going to be a better house than that. It doesn't really matter what...
0: There is, uh, There is always going to be better and worse of everything. But you see... What you bring, the exact thing that you bring, the thing that makes you... Everybody's replaceable is an understandable fact. But you see, the way you said someone cannot have your face, your voice, the way you say, the way you talk, the way you laugh. There are things you say that another person cannot. There, there is a way you think that it's either better or it's worse, but it's not you. That, I think, is what makes you irreplaceable. I can get another friend today. Fine, no problem. can be better than you are. The way you make me laugh, it's the other person, born comedian, finer than you are, has more amazing smile. But there's... When I am walking down memory lane, it's going to cross my mind that there's something you did that this person didn't do, that that person couldn't do. They just lack the ability to be you. It might not, it's it's not just good, but good and bad. Not everybody, not like you can get another, but you see you, 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 you. When you say nobody is unique, it's like I should give you some pointers. I, me, myself, maybe Benita, I am unique because it's just me. Nobody can have the same vibe, the face, the laugh that i have so that makes me yes i i i understand i understand you very
1: well yeah i understand you very well
0: everybody's replaceable i do agree
1: it it comes down to the statement Benita. it comes down to the statement of replacement okay let's take let's take ronaldo for instance Mm -hmm. highest goal scorer ever right Mm -hmm. ultimately he is going to he gets older by the day he gets older by the year you get yeah. to a point you will not be able to perform as good as he did. Definitely. Now, there are a younger set of players. Those ones, they are bound to replace him. Mm-hmm. No matter how good Ronaldo is, no matter his prime, there will mm-hmm. always come a person who will supplant him. Is how human beings were designed. We mm-hmm. evolve everything. We get better. Okay. Okay. Though the next, the next player who is going to supplant Ronaldo may not be Ronaldo, ultimately, mm-hmm. he's still going to replace him. Mm-hmm. Uniqueness does not really matter. That's the term, irreplaceable. It doesn't matter whether, um, you're, you're not exactly trying to be that person. You just have to replace him. You understand?
0: Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes in. Everybody is
1: replaceable. Everybody is replaceable. No matter how special you are, whether you fit so, so many criteria or boxes, whether you tick, so, it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, there will be somebody who would replace you.
0: What's unique about you, Martin?
1: I don't know. I'll say my mind, probably. I think everybody's uniqueness is what they think.
0: What what makes your mind unique? What's there that we haven't seen before? Or we haven't
1: heard before? The it, haven't that's thought, the thing. It's just the way I think. And obviously, it's just the way you think. The fact that we're having this disagreement itself is the uniqueness now. We don't share mm-hmm. the same, we don't share the same school of thought. How I think is not how you think. He makes every
0: one of us unique. Okay. We are going to have him back on the show. That's a fact. But anyways, guys, we do get our points on the replaceable and non-replaceable fact. And you get why I asked him that last question if you are following our conversation but that brings us to the end of this conversation non-attachment is not a solution it might be a distraction a wall that you build up but it is not a solution martin's any last words because i'm talking
1: um i think we summed everything up nothing really left to say that everybody's own uh, approach to something is dependent on the person and what has worked for him uh, yeah we're all, we all our characters itself is subject to what we've experienced so if non-attachment works for a person fine it continues if it doesn't it finds a better approach
0: and what would you think would be a better approach
1: as i said it depends on the person if it doesn't work obviously you know you're doing something wrong
0: you become a general more attached or say. to you what to you now you said it depends on the person if non-attachment works for you it does if it doesn't then find a better approach
1: my own character trait is i'm not really attached but i can also be attached it depends
0: it depends on
1: on this on the person if the person is like me i don't see it need to be attached if it's not like me then i can become attached
0: if the person is like you, then you can be attached. When the person is not like you, no, then no. You can...
1: If the person shares my own character of, I should I say I'm distant a bit. Yes, if the person is slightly distant, I would choose to be. If not, I can become attached.
0: Okay, all right, it's all good, Mr. Wisdom. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Okay, so basically we are wrapping up. This conversation has been amazing. As Martin said, if non-attachment works for you, then keep going. If if you're like me that it doesn't work for and we basically get our boost of evilness from what we see online, the quotes and the that makes us feel we are in the right path. When we know last last, we don't have that spy. Find a better solution. Do not be... Do not distance yourself and lose friendships that will make sense or make importance to you in the long run. But as he said, everybody is replaceable. So if I run it, anyhow, you want to run it, you're going to see another person at the end of exactly. the day. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I feel you are going to say that. I didn't you to say that. And you did. Everybody <laughs> is replaceable
1: okay that is
0: all the time we have for this episode if you're just joining us at the end you miss a whole lot go back watch from the beginning the conversations it was it has been amazing and educative and do share your your love and your insights your opinions in the comment section we do not have a fixed time for recording because of. adult life and stuff. Oh, Martin, thank you so very much for making time and joining me on the pod. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: man. I love you. Thank you. Martin, thank you. Everyone else that tuned in, thank you so very much. I love you, I love you, I love you. Remember, your mental health is a priority. Do what works for you, do what's good for you, but not at the expense of another person. Take care, guys. All right.